I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jesse Kelly Show. I'm going to get to stacks and stacks of emails tonight. I know you don't believe me. No one ever believes me when I say these things, mainly because they're never true. But tonight is different, Chris. Tonight I can feel it. Yes, it is. Tonight I can feel it. All right, before we get to that, we're going to make fun of Cory Booker. We're going to have a blast doing that. We're going to do a lot of things. We do need to tackle something important. As you know, I don't take a lot of phone calls on the show. I don't have a lot of guests. I don't take a lot of phone calls. And that's mainly because I just really love me. And I, what, Chris? I feel like the world, I feel like the world needs more me than anything else. But no, in all seriousness, I don't. And I don't think I've taken phone calls in a week. So we're going to take some phone calls tonight, but they're important phone calls. I want these calls to be something that will really get to the heart of what's, what matters right now. Because it's hard to get, it's easy to get lost in everything. Or what, what's the big story? Does this matter? Does that matter? I want these phone calls to matter. And so here's the phone call I want. 877-377-4373. It's you. It's midnight. You wake up. You walk to your pantry. It's midnight snack time. The wife, the husband, he or she, they're sound asleep. They're never going to know what you're about to do to yourself in that pantry. What is your go-to guilty pleasure midnight snack? Maybe it's nachos. I've been, I have been known 
to spread out some chips on a plate, dump some shredded cheddy on there, some, some, what, Chris, some hot sauce. I've been known to go hog wild on some nachos at midnight like a child. Maybe, maybe it's fruit if you're some kind of freak, but maybe that's your thing. Look, I'm going to judge you if it's fruit. I just want you to know. Maybe it's uh, Triscuits and Cheese. Triscuits and cheese, underrated. Oh, Chris brought up whether it's the easy cheese or not. I, I'm actually, I was thinking about the sliced cheese, but you're right. Easy cheese is way better and better for you. Any cheese that comes out of a can is far superior. But let's talk about you. 877-377-4373. What's your go-to midnight snack? And before we go to that, before we go to the emails, I promised you I was going to play you this. This is a little backstory in case you don't quite get it all from what I'm about to play you. Ashley Biden. She's Joe Biden's daughter. Now, I normally don't mess with the kids unless I feel like there's some kind of direct security threat like Hunter is or unless something's going on there that may be a poor reflection of the president. Yeah, let's figure it out. I mean, I've heard all the rumors about like Malia Obama. I'm not talking about those on the air. Let's just, I don't think that's worthy of conversation. Uh, Hunter Biden's stuff is worthy of conversation because he can get blackmailed and the president of the United States can get forced into things. Well, this was the rumor. And again, these are rumors, unsubstantiated, that Ashley Biden had a diary. Well, I take that back. We know she had a diary. And there were rumors about things in that diary. Accusations between her and Joe and whatnot. And Project Veritas, they're always doing that undercover journalism work. You know, like the way the rest of the journalism is supposed to work in this country. And they heard about the diary, went down, got their hands on the diary. And then, because they are on the up and up, up and up, up and up. They were on the up and up. They worked hard to try to verify it. You really want to verify it, especially when you have something like that. But... The Department of Justice found out they had their hands on Ashley Biden's diary. I'm just going to play this. It's a little long. It's over two minutes long. It's way longer than I normally play. I want, I want you to listen very closely to this, and I want you to understand something. The Department just, of Justice is supposed to be impartial. They are definitely supposed to be separated from the executive branch. The president doesn't just get to point to the DOJ and say, go do this and go do that. No, 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 no. The DOJ should be able to aim its sights at the president if the president is corrupt. Keeping that in mind, I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to what's going on in your Justice Department and your media in conjunction with the Justice Department. Just Sit back for a couple minutes, and then we'll get to your phone calls. 877-377-4373. 877-377-4373. Your go-to midnight snack. But before we get there, here we go. Project Veritas has just obtained documents showing the SDNY was spying on Project Veritas journalists well before the FBI raided the homes of our journalists last November, secretly reading our emails, concealing that from the court in our case against the SDNY. In November 2021, the FBI raids our homes and seizes 47 electronic devices, including cell phones, laptops, and thumb drives. Within five days, U.S. District Court Judge Annalisa Torres ordered the Southern District of New York to pause its review of my devices. 
and within a month ordered the SDNY to turn our seized materials over to a special master who had supervised the SDNY's review to protect our First Amendment and journalistic privileges. Recently obtained legal documents from Microsoft Corporation reveal that despite Judge Torres's orders, between November 2020 and April 2021, the Department of Justice went to six magistrates and obtained a series of secret warrants, orders, and a subpoena to surreptitiously collect privileged communications and contacts of eight American journalists, myself included, from Microsoft. The DOJ even sought and obtained numerous secrecy orders preventing Microsoft from disclosing the surveillance to anyone. The SDNY also went around Judge Torres and the Special Master and obtained two secrecy orders after the Special Master had been appointed. The SDNY's surveillance of Project Veritas journalists was done as part of the DOJ's unprecedented investigation into Ashley Biden's diary. The documents collected from these email accounts date back as far as January 2020, eight months before we even knew the diary existed. While the special master litigation proceeded, the government apparently misled the court by omission, by not disclosing that it had already obtained other privileged materials. The SDNY was ordered to turn over all materials to the special master. They didn't. The SDNY was ordered to stop reviewing our materials. They didn't. The SDNY has an obligation to be honest with the court. They weren't. Do we have a Justice Department in this country along with the CDC, FDA, IRS, EPA, do we have an administrative state that is now simply an enforcement arm for the communists in this country? And if the answer to that question is yes, how do we get out of that? Exactly how are we supposed to get out of that? I, I want to make sure I want to make sure people understand this too, because right now there are probably some people saying, maybe you're saying this. There are probably people saying, yeah, well, I don't have anything to hide. They can, they can go through my emails. They, they can check my texts. They can check. Look, one, good for you. Two, do you think they actually need to have something criminal to destroy your life? I would strongly suggest you go do some reading on what these people can and will do if they simply deem you to be an enemy of the state, an enemy of the system itself, these people will wreck you and have the power to wreck you. And if we have a Justice Department that is going to start sending FBI agents to kick down journalist doors at midnight because they might have something damaging on the daughter of the President of the United States of America, it is time to start asking yourself what kind of country we have now because that is a really big deal. That is a very big deal. Yeah, Chris said Obama did it. I mean, a lot of this stuff began with Obama. Clinton was really bad about it, too. Obama ramped it up majorly when it comes to weaponizing the government. When you are in the government, especially the administrative state, the Department of Justice, you have the power in your hands to wreck someone's life. They do not have to be guilty. They do not have, have to have committed a crime. You possess the power to wreck their life. 
what do these communists do? How do these communists operate? Do they ever sit down and look at the power in their hands and try to not use it? They can't manage to make a cartoon anymore without having a couple lesbians making out. What do you think a communist activist at the DOJ will do with that kind of power? That's a big, big deal. All right. We need late night snacks. Midnight snacks. 877-377-4373. It's midnight. The spouse is asleep. Nobody's watching. Just you and your pantry. What is your go-to late night snack? There's no judgment here. You know that's a total lie. I'm going to judge you all day long. But we're going we're gonna to be honest with each other. What is your late night snack? Now. On top of everything else, as I just mentioned a couple segments ago, they're bringing up aggressive rate hikes coming because they're very worried that inflation is going to get worse. When I say get worse, we know it's going to ramp up. That's that's already. But they're worried the rate of inflation is going to ramp up, meaning we haven't even seen close to the worst of it yet. Call Oxford Gold Group and get some gold delivered to your front door. 833-995-GOLD. I can't stress this enough. They're so laid back. They're so easy to work with. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take special care of you. 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll deliver gold you can hold. An inflation can't wreck that. Oxford Gold Group. Fighting for your freedom every day. The Jesse Kelly Show. Why don't you tell your dreams to me? It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we are just about to get to your midnight snack phone calls. I'm so excited about it. Look, we can look, we can talk about snacks, or we can talk about Cory Booker. You got here how every black woman in America who's gotten anywhere has done by being <laughs> Uh, like Ginger Rogers said, I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in heels. <laughs> and and so I, I'm just sitting here saying, nobody's stealing my joy. Nobody's going to make me angry, especially not people that are called in a conservative magazine demagogic for what they're bringing up that just doesn't hold water. I'm not going to let my joy be stolen because I know you and I, we appreciate something. Okay, first of all, Chris, that's not very nice. We're not going to inquire about Cory Booker and his love life. I'll have you know, he just broke up with his beer, his, his girlfriend, Rosario Dawson. And we're not going to inquire anymore about that, Chris. Show some respect. He continues. That we get that a lot of my colleagues don't. I know Tim Scott does. When I first came to this place, I was the fourth black person ever popular. In the name of flattening the curve. I'm already bored. We can't do this anymore. We, we can't do Cory Booker. I need midnight snacks. 877-377-4373. Tom in New York, go. Yeah, Jesse, Cory Booker's a phony. Um, but I, I will call it about the state of New York and the city of New York. Is, it's, uh, it's conditions. Hold on Just a second. Hold on, Tom. Hold on. Hold on. It's not that I don't care about New York. What's your go-to midnight snack, sir? Oh, ice cream, brother. Ice cream. What flavor? Uh, mint chocolate chip. You know, I'll tell you something, Tom. I'll tell you how much I respect this move. No one orders the mint chocolate chip. 
But anytime you get your hands on it, you say to yourself, why don't I order more mint chocolate chip? Mint chocolate chip delivers every single time, and it doesn't get the respect it deserves, and I'm sick and tired of it. Thanks, Tom. Anyway, Kim in St. Petersburg, go. Kim, I need yeah. you to call me back when you are not in the middle of a wind tunnel or a tornado. Don in Alabama, go. Jiffy peanut butter spread on a graham cracker, oh. and you dip it in either cold or warm milk. Doesn't matter, whatever you prefer. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Don. You were doing so good until <laughs> warm milk? That's got to be cold milk, man. Warm milk, what? Yeah, well, you know, it just depends on the mood you're in. You know, if you're going to take it back to your honey in the bed, you know, you got to warm up the milk sometimes. Okay, you know, you know what I mean? all right. You know, if you're going to bring up stuff like that, I respect that, Don. All right, I, I respect. Oh, peanut butter and graham crackers underrated. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Tim in St. Petersburg, go. So it's cereal for me. Okay. Cereal and milk. Okay, what kind? Any kind, whatever's in the pantry. Cookie crisp, Lucky Charms, it was Honey Nut Cheerios last night. Tim, are you are you a Captain Crunch man? I realize it tears up the roof of your mouth, Love but Captain I feel like we Crunch. don't get enough respect one for Captain Crunch. That's well, a, yes. one of my favorites. Oh, my it's man. It's all berries that tears up the roof of your mouth. Yeah, see, I don't like the Crunch berries. Chris, maybe you feel... Wait, can you people eat Captain Crunch? You can? Okay, well, look, I, I like Captain Crunch. And I'm not going to be painted as being anti-crunchberry. All right, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be painted. But the berries ruined the Captain Crunch. They didn't need the berries. And I love berries, right? I know Chris is fruity. <laughs> what? Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Peter and San Diego go to midnight snack. Go. Oreo cookies or the jalapeno Lay's potato chips. It depends on my mood. Either or. Oh, I love jalapeno chips, jalapeno Cheetos, jalapeno everything. It's, daggone it. My problem he brought up is the Oreos, man. Oreos and milk. And everyone knows the deal. You hold the Oreo in the milk. Only seasoned veterans will understand how long you hold the Oreo in the milk. You pull it out right when it's at prime mushiness, but before it breaks off into the bottom. Before, what are you shaking your head for, Chris? No, you don't skewer it on a fork. You risk breaking it up. Gosh, let me handle this, Chris. All right, you're not qualified. I'm, I'm the one who's qualified anyway. And then you put them in your mouth, and it's just the best thing in the world. The problem with the Oreo is uh, a couple months ago, I don't remember. Went to the store. Went to the store with my sons. The wife was, of course, yelling and screaming, please don't go to the store. I'll just go. You always come home with stuff we don't need. And I don't know where she gets off with that. So, of course, we went down the cookie aisle trying to find some things we needed. And immediately the boys said exactly what he just said. Hey, let's go get some Oreos. Go get some Oreos with the boys. And immediately, as I'm, I'm, my eyes are wandering in the grocery aisle. I mean, there's Fig Newtons there. There's Chips Ahoy there. I've got all these options. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed, right? And my son says, Dad, why are the Oreos rainbow colored? And I turned and looked. And, of course, they had to do the waterboarding you with all this garbage in the cookie aisle thing. What, Chris? 
I'm not going to get off-brand Oreos. I'd rather have nothing. I'd rather have nothing than off-brand Oreos. You know what? You know what? We're done with this. We're done with this right now. Biden administration. You know, we're going to get back to those calls, by the way. This is going to be all night. 877-377-4373. Your go-to midnight snack. The wife, husband, they're in bed. The smell is not going to wake them up. Let's say they're sleeping solidly. You can have anything you want. What's your go-to snack? Biden administration reportedly working to increase Ukrainian refugee intake. You know, I actually don't have a problem with this. I don't have a problem with taking in Ukrainian refugees. Am I supposed to be against something like that? I I guess I'm not. I, I view this as being much different than all other refugees. They're actually in a war-torn country that's currently being invaded. The problem is all these other, quote, asylum seekers, they're not seeking legal asylum from a war-torn country. The problem with them is it just sucks where they are and they want to come here. That's completely different. All right. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to get to some emails and we're going to get to your phone calls. Midnight snack time. Your go-to. 877-377-4373. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. By the way, the podcasts are now up. I brought up at the beginning of the show, people are yelling. They haven't been up for a couple days. There's some tech stuff behind the scenes. They switched something. Don't worry. They're still on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. There was just a, a lag in getting them up. I'm assuming we were going to fix that lag. They're going to get up a little bit more promptly from now on, Chris. Okay. I've never there. Yes. The lag has been fixed. Everything's good. Don't worry. You get all the me you can handle. What Chris? That's what look me and dome. <laughs> and also you can email the show. Jesse at Jesse Kelly I'll get back to your phone calls in a minute. Go to Midnight Snacks, but first, hey, Crayon Eater. You know, that's not very nice. Everyone knows that George Soros pays for Democrats' elections, and I think it's wrong. My question is, what does he get out of it? I just don't understand why he does it. Is his goal just to make America crap? He could do so much good, but he chooses not to. Thanks. Oh, and he finishes this by saying, Rangers lead the way. Barf. Barf. All right, never, never mind. Seriously, separate my brother. All right, why does George Soros do what he does? You know what? Actually, this is perfect. This is a perfect time to bring this up. Lindsey Graham today asked to Ketanji Brown about how she consistently gives low sentences to people convicted of Convicted, remember, people who've pled pled guilty, pleaded guilty, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, who pleaded guilty to child porn. Remember, I I hate to use these words again because I I know families are listening, but child porn is child rape. There's an innocent child in front of that camera being attacked by a monster. These people are the lowest of the low. Lindsey Graham brings this up today. And, well, listen, because it's going to tie right back to your question about Soros and why he does what he does. In comes the Internet. 
on the internet with one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes and all of a sudden you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Good. I understand. Absolutely good. I hope you are. To do good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years. If you're on the Internet trolling for images please. of children and sexual exploitation. So you don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a that's horrible not thing. That's what the witness said. Okay. What's that have to do with Soros? Well, let's, let's think about you for a moment. You, when you think about children. Maybe you are one. Maybe you're a teenager, maybe you're an adult, maybe you're an older person, man, woman, doesn't matter. But when you think about children, what do you think? You think innocent, should be protected at all costs. I mean, with your life, if necessary. One would hope, you never know if this is true, but one would hope if a a truck was barreling down the road at a child, you'd throw it out of the way and you'd get run over first. Like that's, That's the kind of mentality we all want to have, right? It's a child. What's better than a child? My little buddies, my sons, man, they're everything to me. Everything to me. That's how you look at kids. That's how I look at kids. Okay, they look at kids in an entirely different way. They're more than happy to slaughter them when they're unborn. Once they are born, they will actively try to wreck them mentally. You're seeing this now across America with all the forced trans LGBTQ insanity at the youngest age. Actively trying to create a child that is just mentally wrecked drug abused, depressed, anxiety, oftentimes physically mutilated. Why? Why? Right? You see that, and I see that, and it just looks like evil. And it is evil. But why? What's the why behind it? I've brought up this quote before, and I'm going to bring it up until the day they finally kick me off the air. There is no construction without destruction. And you know who said that? Mao. And Mao was really, honestly, he was basically plagiarizing what the earliest communists like Lenin talked about, how we need endless revolution, endless destruction, endless conflict. Why? Well, they believe that the world as it exists now is evil. They believe the world as it exists is evil and that it has to be ripped down to nothing. It has to be burned to ash before it can be recreated in this utopia. Now, to them, they're building heaven. Remember, Pol Pot, I'm actually doing a special on Pol Pot on the first TV this Friday for you guys who've been hungry for some history, but Pol Pot, remember, Pol Pot killed 25% of his own country in like four years, four years. He killed a quarter of his own country and was asked later on in life, ah, hey, uh, Any regrets there? And again, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. It was, no, I don't have any regrets. Uh, no, I'm not a violent person. What? what? What are you talking about? You're not a violent person. You In their minds, all the destruction they're doing is justified because of this phantom utopia that never materializes that is supposed to come after the destruction. Why does George Soros fund district attorneys across America, across the country, DAs whose mission is to turn violent criminals loose? 
those violent criminals will obviously do what they've been doing, go out and kill more people, hurt more people. He knows this. Why? Because when you sow chaos like that, you destroy the social fabric. Destruction begets more destruction. And in the end, if he can just burn America to ash the way he wants to, then it can be rebuilt. In the same way, these people are okay with child predators. They're okay with going after children, aborting children, pouring filth into children. Why? Who could do that to a child? Someone who is trying to create a new generation of foot soldiers who will help them destroy. And then in the end, once the world has been rebuilt and remade, then we don't have to destroy that next generation of children. Of course, that that utopia never comes, but in their minds, that's what they're building. You can't relate to George Soros. I can't relate to George Soros because it would never occur to you to look at America, to look at a child, to look at a border, to look at a dollar, to look at anything and destroy it. But you have to understand you are not dealing with political people. You are dealing with religious people. They are devout. Communism is a religion of destruction and domination, and they believe in it as much as you believe in your God, and they are committed to it unto death, mostly yours. And until you accept that, until you move on from this, well, they're just Democrats, well, it's just a little difference of opinion, until you move on from that and accept you are dealing with evil communists trying to destroy it all, you will never understand why they do what they do. Or what they're trying to do next. That is the truth. What are they trying to wreck? Everything. Absolutely everything. I mean, look, it even includes themselves. I've brought this up before. Pol Pot, I just brought him up. He had 22 members of his Communist Central Committee when he first took over. 18 of them were dead after the first year. Stalin killed over 80% of the Communist Committee members. Once they're done destroying... All, well, it's not that they stop. They just turn internally and destroy themselves, too. It's the one nice thing. My buddy uh, Phil with that band, All That Remains, Phil had a great quote one time. I want to give him credit for it. He said, the only good thing about communism is all the communists. Communism is killed. (laughs) But it's true. All right, that was a little heavy. We need more midnight snacks. 877-377-4373. We're going back to midnight snacks before we get to emails. Now, Obviously, that was dark. I realized that. But these are dark times, and we're dealing with dark people. Practice with your weapon. Have you practiced with your weapon? And maybe right now you're saying, hey, Jesse, I'd love to. I don't have the time. Okay, I get that. I understand it. Jesse, uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'm not doing great money-wise. Ammo's too expensive. Trust me. I understand that. Jesse, have you seen gas prices? It's over $4 a gallon, over $5 a gallon, over $6. I understand that. All those are valid. That's why I push Mantis X so hard. Mantis X attaches to your weapon, whatever it is, and you practice right there in your home. Don't have an hour to get to the range and back if you're just doing a quick shoot. You don't need an hour. Wake up and do 10 minutes in the morning with Mantis X. It's what the Marines use. It's what the Special Forces guys use. It's more than just target practice. It's feedback. They will improve your technique. They'll put you through drills. Go to MantisX.com today and get one. MantisX.com. The Jesse Kelly Show. 
the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, that is, of course, the great song, When the Levee Breaks. Did you, uh, do you know when they recorded that song in order to get the drum? Turn it back up, Chris. Why are you fading away? Turn it back up. I'm talking about it. In order to get the drums to sound so cool like that, they had John Bonham. He was the drummer, the greatest drummer of all time before he drowned in his own vomit after taking 40 shots of vodka. But they, they had him put the drums up in a staircase in order, to, in order for him to get that cool sound they have going. Gosh, Led Zeppelin was sweet. Until they got way into heroin and, and they just, at the end, look, let's be honest, at the end it got weird. At the end it got weird. All right. 877-377-4373. The spouse is asleep. Your wife's asleep soundly. Not going to wake up. Husband is asleep soundly. Not going to wake up. It's midnight. You walk to the pantry. You can have whatever you want. With no judgment, what's the go-to midnight snack? Chris in Long Island, go. Jesse, it's Nick from Long Island. How are you, man? Good. Uh, Chris, uh, he said Chris. He uh, Look, the phone screener said Chris. All right, Nick, go ahead, boss. Nope. Nope. This is Nick, Jesse. All right, handsome, here we go. I'm going to give you two. Okay. The go-to for me, and this is it's got to be done in sequence. Okay. Perfectly toasted English muffin, crunchy peanut butter, Ooh. and this is the key now, Okay. thinly sliced banana, the texture of the banana, thinly sliced banana, and a raw drizzle of honey. That, that's my go-to. I'm that's, starving that's now. One. I'll tell you what, Nick, people don't respect the English muffin like they should. Everyone knows about toast. The English muffin has its place with the peanut butter getting all warm and dripping into the little cracks. I respect it. All right, I'll give you a second one because the first one was so good. Second one, Jesse. Now, this is a this is a big shop in Long Island. It makes the greatest cookies. Okay. They're out of Southampton, Long Island. If you want the name, I'll give it to you. Please, please, yes. Three oatmeal. Yeah, Tate. T-A-T-E-S. You can look it up, Jesse. Okay. They'll deliver to Houston for you. I want you to take a look at their website. They've got the greatest oatmeal raisin cookie. So three oatmeal raisin when you're on when you're in a little bit of a rush at midnight and an ice cold glass of chocolate milk. Oh, that'll, yes. That'll I'm an oatmeal raisin cookie freak, and Chris is already on the website. Greatest phone call ever. Thank you, Nick. Chris. Get us some oatmeal raisin cookies, stat. 877-377-4373. Quick reminder, I realize we do have a bunch of new listeners. Uh, one, I swear, this is a political talk show. <laughs> we just tend to get a little bit sidetracked from time to time. Almost always about food. That's one. Two, I don't ever take phone calls. But when I do, it's different than other shows. Pay attention. Don't say Hi. Don't ask me how I am. I know you're just doing that because you're polite. Don't tell me you love the show. When I say your name and your place, go. Get right to the point. All right? Right to the point. Marty in Colorado, go. I'm not walking to the pantry, Chris. I'm going straight to the freezer and going to pull out a container of Dryer's ice cream. It's got to be the vanilla bean. And it has to be the slow churned only because my wife says it's less fat. I, I don't know if that's true or not. And right. then sprinkle it with Ovaltine, the chocolate Ovaltine, and um, let that kind of mix up a little bit. And that's that's my go-to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the Ovaltine, the Ovaltine powder? You're talking about like the powder? The 
powder, yeah, the powder, because at first it's kind of gritty and, and um, chalky, but when it blends in with that ice cream, it's just delicious. You know, I, I would that would never have occurred to me. Gosh, I feel like I feel like a smarter person now. That's a, okay, okay, I can respect it. What, Chris? No, I didn't say there was anything wrong with chocolate syrup, Chris. Don't don't put words in my mouth. It, the the powder is, is something that would never have occurred to me because, like he said, it'd be gritty. But I guess eventually it would mix in with all the white. All right, Tom, Virginia, go. Jesse, I'm taking a 180 from all the carbs I've been hearing about for the last 30 minutes. Okay. And uh, you mentioned John Bonham a while ago and the vodka. Mm-hmm. After maybe one or two more shots of tequila or vodka, whatever you had, a kosher dill pickle spear followed by a swig of the juice. It's been proven to prevent hangovers. It was actually a recipe given to me by an American Ukrainian you cannot make this up, an, an American Ukrainian friend of mine. Oh, okay, hold on. I want to make sure I have this. I want to make sure I have this right, Tom. So let's say you were irresponsible. Not that I would ever be, and you've overindulged you've a little been bit. A red lobster, I know. Yes, sir. Yes, it, let's. So let's say you overindulged, and you come home, and yes. since you're not 18 anymore, you're worried about how you're going to feel the next day. You're saying if you just Kamala down a dill pickle and drink the juice, you won't have a hangover. Kamala would go maybe do two pickles, but I do one. I choose to do one. And just, wait, just want a, a swig of the juice, wake up the morning feeling fresh. Wow. Chris, have you heard that? Michael, have you heard that before? Don't shake your head, Chris. That's, oh, I'm all in. I'm all in. Derek in Georgia, go. Uh, mine would be Little Smoky. Ooh. With Vermont extremely sharp cheddar cheese, and if you've had a couple of bush lattes, <laughs> like the last caller, uh-huh. some dill pickles. Okay, all right. Now hold on a second. Hold on. The little Smokies and the cheddar. I'm with you 100. percent I love me some little Smokies. Love some cheddar. Are we just eating all this cold? Is this warmed up? Or what's the status here? Cold is my go-to. Okay. Why Why waste time? You know what? I respect it because it is a midnight snack. Don't shake your head at his snack, Chris. It's better than any of your snacks, I'm sure. What do you eat at night? You know what? I don't even want to know. Pastrami or something like that? 877. You're right. Pastrami is delicious. That was an unfair shot at Pastrami. I'm sorry, Pastrami. I got mad at Chris and I lashed out. 877-377-4373. Your go-to midnight snack. Look, we can talk about fun stuff tonight. Or we can dwell on the fact we're about to have a Supreme Court justice who doesn't know what a woman is and believes babies should die. I choose to focus on the fun. Hang on. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.